Hi, I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be Men Are Not Soft. Well, I've got an email here from a woman who appears to be a model, but she says she also is in the same coaching industry that I am. And she writes an email critical of me and some of the things that I teach and basically thinking she's going to correct me and the errors of my way. Well, it's obvious to me that she doesn't really understand my work. Maybe she saw something in a video and had an emotional reaction. But I do see these kinds of comments every once in a while from women. So I thought it would be good to go through one of them. It's always good to engage with your critics sometimes, as long as they're not belligerent assholes just calling you names. So I got a quote that I wrote in this topic, and then we're gonna go through her email because she thinks that I need to be a little softer and that men should be more sensitive and talk about their feelings and that women shouldn't do all the chasing and the pursuing that I'm just totally wrong about that. So the quote says, masculinity is strength, courage, and virtue. It is fearlessly charging towards one's goals and dreams in an unrelenting fashion, no matter what the odds may be. It is following your heart's desire because nothing will feel more right than becoming what you feel internally compelled and driven to be. It's aligning your life with your true calling instead of a steady paycheck. When you are passionate about what you do, in love with what you do, and you become a master of it through time and repetition, only then will you be able to maximize your income earning potential. The bigger the problem is that you solve for humanity, the bigger your potential financial reward will be. Before you can help others, you must first help yourself. As the old saying goes, before you can teach, you must know. So let's go through her email, shall we? Dear Corey, I stumbled upon your material in, quite, in a quite interesting way. I read your book a few times, and I must say that you do have a good amount of insight into how a woman thinks. Your communication advice is the best out there, but there's always a but. I do want to bring something to your attention. Oh, I'm glad I'm about to get enlightened here. After having coached thousands and thousands of men and women all over the world and perfected this stuff and seen the patterns, I guess I'm just... Some things I just haven't figured out yet and I need her to enlighten me. I'm also in the relationship coaching industry. Well, she did send her, have her, her website, I guess, which looks like she's just a model and very beautiful model at that. So I didn't see any evidence of any books or YouTube channel where you've helped tens of thousands of people. Maybe you want to get into the industry. Maybe you have ideas about getting into the industry, but you actually haven't started yet. And so you want to critique. Usually when people say things like this are kind of projecting. In other words, we tend to attack in other people what we're disconnected from within ourselves. So if you're a rich and successful person, you get around other people that are broke, they're going to put you down. If you're a very happy person, you get around somebody that's angry and miserable, they're going to be pissed off at you because you're angry because you're happy and they're angry. It's kind of the way it is. People tend to project what's inside. And especially when they come across somebody who maybe has the success that they want in order to feel good about their where they are in life, if they can belittle the other person and knock them down a few notches, then they don't feel so bad about where they happen to be. Just a little side note there where you fall short is in your advice to let the woman chase you most of the time it's not that you fall short it's that your thinking is not complete well i'm not here 
proposing theories. This is stuff that I've been studying my whole life since I was a kid trying to understand these things and trying to understand why people do what they do and how to create the life and lifestyle I wanted. And once I got good at it in my own life, once I started to see the same patterns over and over and over again, then I started teaching friends and family members as a hobby just to help people, especially the salespeople that worked for me. But then it got to a point in my mid-30s where I realized that my heart was going in a different direction. And I don't wanted, I don't wanted to teach the stuff that I learned professionally because I saw how it had changed my own life and how it worked and how it helped my friends and family and employees that I taught this stuff to. And at the end of the day, all you gotta do is go to Amazon or Audible and look at the reviews. I think Audible, the reviews are like 4.8 out of five stars. Amazon's 4.7. The iBook store, I think I'm like 4.8 or 4.9 out of 5 stars. I mean, that's pretty fucking good. And we're not talking like 10, 15 reviews. We're talking thousands and thousands of reviews. So I'm not here tooting my own horn. It's the other people tooting my horn because of the impact they've had. As a matter of fact, one of the top reviews in Amazon is actually from a woman. Let's hear what she says. As a woman reading this, she says it's a must read for both men and women. As a woman reading this, and so if you're on the Amazon.com website in the United States, this is the number one most liked review as being the most useful. As a woman reading this, I even learned about the small nuances of how I communicate with men that I hadn't considered and were pretty accurate. It also reminded me of my own worth too and that deep within myself, I don't wish to settle for anything less than what I truly want to see in a man. I love to evangelize this book. It's like a cure for the nasty co-encounter dependency. It'd be really great to see more men out there who are truly themselves and comfortable doing it, centered, strong, and sure of themselves. Sure and centered, not arrogant, narcissistic, or controlling. It'd make everyone better. I've missed expressing my feminine side with a man that I knew and felt it was totally safe to do so with. I'm positive that many other ladies feel the same. I'd also love to see a woman's version. And women always want me to write a book just for them, but if you're reading it, you can reverse engineer it. It's pretty simple. Just whatever role, because I coach a lot of gay and lesbian people as well, and based upon what your natural essence is, whether it's masculine or feminine, is how you're gonna show up. Because without being 100% in your true essence, the sexual polarity is not gonna be there between you and whoever you want to date. It's just reality. So again, I'm not here pulling theories out of my butt and throwing shit against the wall, hoping it sticks. Just, I help myself first, and I help lots of other friends and family and employees that were close to me. I've been doing this a long fucking time, so I know what I'm talking about. And the evidence, is, I mean, it speaks for itself. Another place you fall short is how you advise a gentleman to keep their feelings, are, keep their feelings unclear. It's not that I say to be deceptive or tell them that they have to keep them unclear. It's you let the woman work for them. Because, now why would I do that? Because most of the guys that are going to be reading my book have seen too many movies and too much television programming and brainwashing that says you gotta act like a stalker and you gotta constantly tell her what you think about her and call her and write her and message her and tell her that you're still interested. And it's just unnecessary. At the end of the day, it's a scientific fact that women are more attracted to men whose feelings are unclear. They've done studies, random men and women. 
the reality is, and I've seen the same pattern in my own life, and I've seen it in tens of thousands of my clients over the years, and all the emails. I mean, I get 30, 40 emails a day. It's like I see the same shit over and over and over and over and over and over again. And just like your email, I've seen these kinds of emails over and over and over again. I always respond in the same way, but I thought, hey, I'll address it in the video this time. To begin, unfortunately, the majority of the women in the world had fathers that either weren't present or weren't giving in their love, which in turn make the women run after their father and seek approval. Hence your rationale that a woman should chase a man. That has nothing to do with it. Because she's, because I've already read this email, she's implying that because she, in her perception, her dad was an awesome, perfect dad, and therefore she doesn't need validation in a man, and therefore she's different, that she wouldn't chase a man. But the reality is, I've seen this thousands and thousands of times, and I saw this in my teenage years, and all through most of my 20s, when you chase a woman, you blow her phone up, and you act like a stalker like they show in the movies and TV, you get ignored, you get ghosted, and that's a fact of life. When you act like a bitch, you get treated like one. That's reality. And this is the typical feminist kind of narrative that the man's got to do all the pursuing. It's true, the man pursues in the beginning, but the nature of feminine energy is opening up to receive love. It's about dating labels, relationship labels, commitments, opening up to receive love. And women naturally do these things. If a man acts like a man, a woman over time will naturally want to call and text him more and be around him more. Again, I've tens of thousands of times I've seen this over and over and over and over and over again. So it's not something I just pulled out of my butt and you're the first person that's going, I, I'm questioning that. <clears throat> Love was freely given to me by my father. It was a healthy exchange between him and I. Well, I've had several girlfriends over the years that I've dated and they tend to, the, the girlfriends that have a really healthy relationship with their father where they love their father, they love their dad, their mom, they have a good relationship with both. They're, they typically are great communicators, but even still, their fathers are their rock and their mountain, and that's what I teach men to be. Because at some point, when the little girls grow up, they want a man who can be that same sounding board, that same person to always listen to be their rock, to be their mountain. Women touch more. Women tend to be more affectionate. It's, just, it's the way it is. I didn't make them that way. I'm just pointing out, here's the reality. And you're trying to go against reality. Partly, probably because you're bouncing back and forth between being in your masculine and being in your feminine. I can see it in your pictures, on your modeling pictures. You got, you got I can see that masculine energy in you, in your pose, your body language, your physiology. So you're probably vacillating back and forth between being a man and acting like a feminine woman. And you are a beautiful, sexy woman. But like I said, if you're not completely balanced in your feminine essence, you're gonna to tend to act more like a dude at times. And that's gonna turn off a guy who's in his masculine. I know because I've dated women like that. We had a date night every Tuesday and some date nights we would do what he wanted and other ones we would do what I wanted and we would always finish it off with a yummy dinner. That's great, that's awesome. That's what a good father should be doing. But I came from a very loving household, and so I never ran after my father to seek approval, validation, or love. Well, my girlfriends that grew up in a happy household had a great relationship with their dad. They didn't either. But their father was always the rock, was always the mountain. And they always went to him for advice. They always wanted to run things by him. Feminine energy, one of the aspects of feminine energy is being unsure of oneself. 
Women tend to be more in touch with their emotions. Men tend to be more in touch with logic and reason and accomplishing, achieving, breaking through barriers, overcoming obstacles. That's what attracts us to one another in the first place is we're supposed to each have characteristics that are not dominant that are dominant in the other person. That's why we're so attracted, like men are so attracted to the softness and the beauty of a woman, the softness of her voice. So they tend to be typically smaller. It was also freely given. Therefore, when a man follows your advice in dealing with me and makes me chase him, to me that feels off. Well, maybe you're with the guy that's not applying it properly. Some guys in the beginning when they start applying what I teach, a lot of them are looking for shortcuts. And they might be trying to employ techniques, but the idea is you start out, you call once a week, you go out on one date. And as the woman starts to become more interested, she doesn't want to wait to hear from him for four or five days or until the following week. She'll call or text him in hopes that he wants to see her as well. And then it just starts to happen more and more. And as the feminine energy in her grows and she feels safe and comfortable, like the review from Amazon that I shared, she wants to talk to him and, and be around him more and more. And she actually drives the relationship towards a commitment. It just happens naturally. It's not about manipulation. To me, chasing a guy feels like something is not right in the relationship. That is true if you're having to do all of it and he's making no effort because that happens as well. I see women going after guys that are married or that have no interest and they keep making excuses for the dude and they don't exercise any emotional self-control. She says, that's just me, but I do want to open your eyes to the possibility that maybe you can expand in your knowledge of women thereby providing more sound advice. Well, if what I was teaching was fucking bullshit, I would have horrible reviews, but I don't. I have great fucking reviews. And as far as on the subject, my book has the best reviews of any book that I've seen, next to maybe The Five Love Languages of Love, which is a very short book, strictly on a communication aspect. But in my genre, I mean, I got better reviews than any of Tony Robbins' books. It's like, and he's the best life coach in the world. Does it make me better than him? It's like, it's just... I've spent more time perfecting my book and what I'm doing. Again, the reviews speak for themselves. The other point I want to bring to your awareness is that it's a scientific fact that women are more attracted to men whose feelings are unclear. I read that study and that study was conducted with people who didn't know one another. What does it matter? The bottom line is women are more attracted to men whose feelings are unclear. You can ignore reality, but you can't ignore the consequences of ignoring reality. And if you're demanding that the man does all of the pursuing, then the only kind of guys that you're going to be able to attract are very feminized, weak men. Maybe that's, maybe you like those kind of guys. There's nothing wrong with it. There's lots of them out there in society. That's for damn sure. But are you really going to truly feel comfortable submitting to a guy like that and letting him take the lead? Instead, you're probably the dude in your relationships. You're probably the leader. It's just reality. The study did not have any participants who were involved in a long-term relationship or any relationship with that matter. Again, it's just generalized. It was about dating. It was, why, what is the reality here? If you, they interviewed men and women and, and the results speak for themselves. And the fact that you know, there's countless guys that go on Amazon and Audible and 
say how my book helped them save their marriage or their relationship. When I, when I do phone session with guys that are in marriage that are trying to save their marriage, 99% of them are already in therapy and marriage counseling. It's helpful, but it's not what they need. I mean, you got the best marriage therapist in the world, but if you're not acting like a man, your wife or your girlfriend's not gonna feel attracted to you and she's not gonna wanna have sex with you, and that's reality. So what I help the guys get focused on is their outcomes, what's most important as a man, so they can just exude that masculine energy, which is gonna reattract the woman. So yes, it's good to be somewhat of a challenge, but the minute a man hides his feelings to me, which I don't, I don't teach that. Once again, my intuition and alarm system goes off and it tells me he is a person who is emotionally crippled. Well, maybe you date emotionally crippled guys. Again, if you're in your masculine, like I said, I could see it in your pictures. So if you're putting out a, a vibe of masculinity where you act a little bit too much like a dude, those are the only kind of guys you're going to attract because a guy who's very centered, very masculine, very alpha, it's just going to get turned off by you always trying to be the dude in the relationship. And he's going to lose his attraction to you. That's reality. I wrote about a woman like this in my book. That's why I stopped dating her. I like a lot of what you teach about how to stand up for oneself. And yes, sometimes we women do need to be put in our place because we try to run the show. So bravo on a lot of your advice. I don't know, is she trying to run the show right now? Trying to tell me the way I need to be? If you have some time, I would love to hear your thoughts on what I've shared with you because there are undoubtedly the truth from my perspective and I don't think that you can argue that it's not a possibility. Perhaps a 3% man would want a 3% woman who is emotionally sound. Yep, but a woman who acts feminine and submissive not a woman who tries to act like a dude because she's not comfortable being in her feminine essence women that trust their fathers that trust men maybe they maybe they didn't have a father maybe they had an uncle or a grandfather that was there at the end of the day if there was some masculine force in their life growing up that they could count on that they could trust that was the rock in the mountain they're able to trust men and trust to know which ones to trust and which ones not. But if a woman grows up and she doesn't have a masculine essence that she can trust and count on, she typically, this is just reality, typically is going to have a hard time trusting men unless she's done a lot of work on herself. Maybe she's gone through therapy and counseling and those things. So it's just reality. It doesn't define you, but you gotta understand how these things affect people. A 3% woman wants a man to be more of the pursuer, 60% and 40%. That is total bullshit. That's total bullshit. One of the first things I ask guys when I'm talking to them and they're having problems with their girlfriend or their wives or a woman they were dating who's kind of now cold and blowing them off is they go, what percentage of calling and texting is initiated by you? Which percentage is initiated by her? Anytime it's over in 20, over the guy's doing more than 20, 30%, the woman never falls in love, and it's just a matter of time before she gets friend zoned. If a guy pursues you 60% of the time, you will friend zone him. That is a fact of life. And that statement is bullshit. That you heard that from somebody and you're regurgitating to me. I know it to be nonsense because I lived it in my own life. I had a decade or more of trying that, and this shit didn't work. And I've seen it in thousands and thousands of men from all over the world in every cultural and religious background and see the same fucking thing. Men and women respond to what they respond to. It's just, it is what it is. You can ignore that, but you're not going to be able to ignore the consequences of that. 
And she also wants a man who is engaged in a relationship with her to show his softer side at times. Well, don't make her your therapist or your mommy for very long because you get friend zone and blown off as well. To me, when a man can be sensitive and open at the same time, strong and secure and solid, that to me is a true man. That's that I agree with that, but the key is as a man is to not live there. You can have short periods of time where you wallow in your misery, but a woman expects you to snap the fuck out of it with a quickness. Otherwise it's gonna turn her off and force her to move into her masculine, which is not her natural essence, and she's gonna resent that. One last thing and then I'm done. One last thing, like Steve Jobs always used to say. Be mindful when you're doing your YouTube videos to not hurt a guy's feelings. Well, something you need to understand about men, which you obviously do not, is that masculine energy grows through challenge. Feminine energy grows through praise. And any man that's played any kind of organized sports, maybe football or something like that, knows that when a guy is challenged, when his manhood is threatened, when a coach says, you suck, I'm going to cut you, you're not good enough to make the team, naturally, instinctively, the man says, fuck you, I can do it, coach. Give me a fucking chance. And the guy wants to prove that he can do it. That's part of masculinity. And you're basically, what you just said in that statement is telling men that they need to be pussies and act like little girls. It doesn't fucking work. Remember that they're coming to you for advice and they need you. And if you call them a girly man or a failure, well, I'm a realist. I'm going to tell things like they are. I'm not going to blow sunshine up anybody's ass, especially when people are paying me the money that they're paying me to coach them personally. I'm going to tell them like it is. They're paying for my unvarnished opinion. And almost 100% of the time when I talk to guys and I give them my analysis of their situation after they've shared it, they go, you know, I was pretty sure you were going to say it, but man, it sure gives me peace of mind to hear that come out of your mouth because now I can have you more confidence to do what I was going to do. I mean, I just did, did an article this, this past week, Master Manipulators, where a guy literally was going to be putting at risk tens of thousands of dollars of his own money because he was allowing himself to be manipulated by this very beautiful girl that was working for him. And he real, I helped him recognize what kind of person she really was. He did some investigation and he's like, dude, you're right. Go check out the video, Master Manipulators. It's very fucking eye-opening. This is a very successful dude. And so for him to pay my fees, some people go, that's exorbitant. It's like, well, I saved him a lot of money by not moving his office and everything else that he'd have gone down that road. So I'm sure if you ask him, he'd go, that's fucking money well spent, dude. Same thing, if you're thinking about going through a divorce, it's like, and you're able to avoid that or at least go through a divorce where it's not adversarial and you don't make the attorneys rich, how much is that worth to save? And if you call them a girly man or a failure, remember that those words stick with them. Everything has a vibration and everything is energy. Well, everything does have a vibration, everything is energy. But then again, masculine energy grows through challenge. Feminine energy grows through praise. Now, if it was a girl, I'd be praising her. But with a guy, I'm going to fucking kick him in the nuts when he needs to be kicked in the nuts. That's, as a man, a true friend is somebody to whom you can speak aloud. And that's what I am to people, is I'm somebody that's going to give the unvarnished truth, even if it's unpleasant. Because a real friend, your real true closest friends, you want them to call you out on your shit. You want them to call you out and say, hey, dude, you're bullshitting yourself. Or, hey, you know, you fucked up there. You should apologize for that. Or whatever it happens to be. 
A true friend is going to do that, and that's the way I operate. And if people don't like it, there's lots of other people they can go to. They don't have to follow me. They don't have to hire me. I'm not forcing anybody to be here. You don't like it? Change the channel. Pretty simple. They look up to you, so don't put them down and make them think less of themselves. They already think poorly of themselves as it is. I call them to a higher standard. I know that you study with Tony Robbins. Yep, I learned a lot from Tony Robbins. He used to coach me personally. And I learned how he does what he does through being coached. And in fact, I've known Tony since I was a little girl, so you know as well as I that calling someone names and putting them down is not the best way to go. Well, if you really knew Tony Robbins and you'd been to any of his seminars or his events and knew him personally like you claim, then you would know because you have seen it done dozens and dozens of times like I have. You can even watch the DVDs of this. You can even go to YouTube and watch the videos. Well, he'll look right, out, look right at a guy that's having a problem in his relationship or his life and go, you're being a fucking pussy right now. Sometimes you have to be harsh with people. Sometimes you have to say that because that's the only thing that will cause a person to and listen to what you're saying because deep down they know. Yeah, you're right. I was being a fucking bitch. Yeah, you're right. You totally called me out and you were right. That's what a true friend does. When you really care for somebody, you got to call them out on their bullshit. So I'm looking forward to what's next, she says. Well, thanks for the email. Obviously, <laughs> I've gone through the points where you were way off base, and a lot of them you're just way off base. But again, I, you know, usually once a day somebody posts some, you know, there's usually a woman that posts a, a question or two that's similar like this. Oh, I don't agree with the chasing. But the bottom line is that anytime a dude pursues more than 20 30 percent of the time it gets in the way of the woman falling in love and when it's 60 percent of the time like you suggest every one of those dudes will get friend zoned and get blown off for somebody else and again i'm just here telling people the way things are you know i'm not here to blow sunshine up anybody's ass i want people to get better i want them to have happier lives I may be a little rough around the edges and a little abrasive, but that's me. That's my personality. I'm not going to change for anybody. And again, if people don't like that, they're welcome to find somebody else to coach them. And those that do, that appreciate my level of truth and honesty and authenticity and realism and telling it like it is, it's, those are the type of people I love working with. The clients I have now, I fucking love my clients. They're fucking awesome. I really enjoy the people that I work with. And if you'd like to work with me personally, Go to my website, click the products tab at the top of your screen and book whatever coaching option works best for you. And I will talk to you soon.